everybody, welcome to Catch Call. I'm your host, Andy Yeager. With me as always, my co-host, Dungle. Hey, what's up, fuckers? This week on the podcast, we're discussing Blasto for PlayStation 1. Uh, before we get to that, we have some Star Wars news. Kathleen Kennedy uh, had a little interview where she discussed the different directors that she's dealt with in the Star Wars universe. Uh, Colin Trevorrow, J.J. Abrams, uh, Ryan Johnson did Last Jedi. She basically just discussed her tenure as being head of Star Wars and how, what that's what's that meant to her. Um, she's ready to retire, man. I think she's going to be done. There's rumors that she's going to be out after Rise of Skywalker. Um, and there's rumors that Jon Favreau is going to be taking over as head of Star Wars. Hell yeah. I'm in. I'm, I'm excited. Johnny Favreau, he has done... He's the one who's doing Mandalorian. It's really... I think that's his first dive into Star Wars. He he played a character in Solo. He was like the, the voice of the monkey-looking character. Not Chewbacca. <laughs> but there's rumors that he's going to be taking over. So as far as Mandalorian goes, he's... I think he's written the whole show... Uh, but he's been using different directors to showrun. So they have Dave Filoni uh, directed the first two episodes. He's notable from the Star Wars Clone Wars and Rebels. He's head of the animation department. This is his first dip into live action. I think he may be getting his own trilogy. I gotta watch those. You've, a, you've watched them, haven't you? I've started watching Rebels and I love it. They're pretty good. It's amazing. Uh, episode three of The Mandalorian just came out this week. Hell yeah. It was Deborah Chow? Deborah Chow. She oh. is going to be helming the Kenobi Star Wars series on Disney+. Plus. So, I think they're just trying out different directors. The next episode is going to be episode four, and that is uh, Ron Howard's daughter. What is her name? Bryce Dallas. Bryce Dallas Howard. Hmm. Sounds like a porn star right now. <laughs> it's not. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, what do you think? John Favs. Johnny Favs as the new head of uh, Mar- or Star Wars. Kind of like Kevin Feige is head of Marvel. Yeah, he's doing great. I mean, whatever the hell he is doing, he's writing it all. He's doing a perfect job. I have watched each episode... At Eat. least two times. Yeah, I have two. <laughs> they're, so, they're so quick. Yeah, 30 minutes just ain't enough. But you go back and watch it, you pick up on other shit. Yeah, I'm with you. I think John Favreau is awesome. He did the first Iron Man. <laughs> enough said. He did Jungle Book. Then Lion King, I thought, was a stinker. But it's making a shitload of money for Disney. You I thought know- it was so good. I hated it. I don't know why you I hated didn't hate it, it so much. It's fine. It's, it's just, a live action, just a not exact. It's just, I wasn't for, I just, I, I don't know. It's fine. It's a fine movie. We ain't gonna get into it. Part of what Kathleen Kennedy uh, talked about was the different directors that she's, you know, they parted ways. So, not only Kevin, or Colin Trevorrow, who directed Jurassic World. He was supposed to direct episode nine. He's no longer on the project. Um, they talked about the uh, Game of Thrones guys, the Game of Thrones boys, uh, DB and Benioff, or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck their names are. They <clears throat> they were supposed to do a trilogy. They're no longer a part of it. Uh, the guys, uh, Phil Lord or Phil Miller and Chris Lord or whatever their names are. The guys who did the Lego movie. They they were the original directors on uh, Solo. And they got fired off that project for trying to do their own thing. And I think a lot of it is they they were trying to hire up-and-coming directors. And they, want, they had a vision in mind. And these directors had different stories in mind. And there was just a clashing of heads. And I think she's starting to realize that these... Directors have better ideas than she does. Is I don't why, know. Is that why she's 
is she testing out like all these other well i think john like, favreau is like deborah chow and shit i think john favreau is doing that and okay. i think the way that mandalorian has been received people fucking love that show it's oh. amazing i i mean it is amazing it really is and i think that direction of star wars is more popular with the fans and i think after the way the last jedi went put a sour taste in people's mouths and solo was fine but it yeah. wasn't a good follow-up it's not supposed to be a good people want to see it. different things in star wars and i think these different directors have better ideas hmm. and i'm I, not i think they're just getting a different run a different era almost a, di- a, <clears throat> a, a different run at a different time period well, I, I think the time periods definitely play a factor into it, but I don't. I just I don't think she really. She probably has a set idea of what she wants to see out of the Star Wars. So why the fuck would you hire these talented directors and just fire them off? I think. I, from. What I've heard, is, J.J. Uh, Abrams also spoke out this week and he talked about Episode Seven, Force Awakens. And how, you know, they made that. And then Ryan Johnson did episode 8. Colin Trevorrow was supposed to do episode 9. Colin Trevorrow asked Ryan Johnson to put a specific scene into the movie. Because he wanted it to be, uh, to play a part in episode 9. Now, he's no longer on that film. But that kind of leads me to believe that they had no big plan for the trilogy. They what should have happened was J.J. Abrams making The Force Awakens. It was just like he was shooting from his hip. He's just, he's just making a movie, and the next director is going to pick up from where he left off and do their own thing. That's not how you do a trilogy or do Star Wars. Like, no. You have to have a plan. You have to have an end game. Same thing that Kevin Feige did with Marvel. He had an idea of what he wanted out of the universe, and they got to that idea... Yeah, it took them 10 years, but it was amazing because they knew where they were going. We all waited for it, too. And I think that's part of the problem with the new Star Wars films is they don't know where they're going. At least you can even say with, like, the prequel trilogies, or the prequel trilogy, how bad it is. I think they're getting there. I, I think they're slowly getting there. They're almost taking the George Lucas approach. 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 Yeah, I think is the right term. Well, I mean, look at what he did. What do you start with, uh, episode four? Mm, yeah, but it wasn't originally supposed to be that. What? I mean, I mean, how else could you do it though? But he okay. So I watched a documentary. I was gonna have. I was gonna say this for recommendations, but I'm glad I'm not. <laughs> he. He uh, there's there's a docu- there's a documentary called Empire of Dreams on Disney Plus where he talks about. Uh, the making of Star Wars. And he had a plan for the first three films. But he didn't know the second two were going to get made. He had to make sure the first one was good. And he did. And it was good. And uh, he ended up... like He didn't take a big cut of the profit from the movie. He wanted the merchandise. So he... Which is where the money's at. The toys and shit. And yeah. he was like the first director to ever do that kind of deal. And he made a fuckload of money, and it was it allowed him to uh, finance the next two films, and he didn't have the studio like dictating what he did. Right, and which it's a it's an incredible documentary. Watch it, Empire Dreams, very good. Hmm. I just I, at least he had an idea, and that's what I'm saying. Even with the prequels, as bad as they are, he still had an idea of where he wanted to go with the the sequel trilogy or the. Yeah, I guess sequel. Yeah, going going back. Force Awakens, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. It seems like they're just going from film to film, and just they don't. There's not a there's not a story. Like there's not. They didn't have a story set in mind what they wanted to do with these characters. They're just making these films, and that sucks. In my opinion, IMO. I've been watching them lately. Yes. And I've been watching them in order to where they should be. You know, 45, uh, 15, 10 years set before New Hope. 
that that's a way to do it in my book. Uh, it, it, I I would almost hate to be like a sixty year old guy like loving Star Wars and then die, <laughs> and then this shit come out because you get all the all the other aspects of it. You've been rewatching the movies. What's been your favorite? What has been my favorite? Out of your rewatch list. Oh, man. Where are you at right now? Force Awakens? Force Awakens. So yeah. you've watched episode one up to Force Awakens? I would say Rogue One has been the best. So I think I watched one through three. And then what is there? Rogue One that takes place next. And That's Solo. actually in order, yeah. Well, Solo, then Rogue One. Solo, yeah. Solo, then Rogue One, yeah. I like Solo. Solo was good. It was good. It's fine. It, it was fine. Yeah. It, was, it was a good Star Wars show. Yeah. Did I need it? No. <laughs> Nothing happens in that that you need. Rogue One, uh, fuck, that's up there on the Rogue, list. I'm telling you, that's what, when we did the Star Wars rankings, Rogue One was um, Rogue One is an amazing film. You know, it's been it's been a while since I watched them all. Okay. And getting to where these new movies are now, it's just really Making me want to redo uh, my list, and we will get to that whenever the new Star Wars movie the new comes Star out. Wars drops. We're going to play a Star Wars game. I haven't decided yet. Not a Star Wars game. I mean, well, we'll do a Star Wars game, but we're definitely redoing lists because I want to redo my list. Maybe Demolition. Because I fucking hate two and three, and then probably like fucking five and six. <laughs> I, I like Empire Strikes Back, okay? Don't get me wrong. You act like it's, it's a sweet movie. I like it. I like it. It is a good. A movie. New Hope is good too. I love it. Yeah. New Hope is great. New Hope is great. <sighs> Fuck. Five is definitely where it's at. I'll probably rewatch them as well. So, yeah, we should throw the other ranking in, rankings in too. So, Last yeah. Jedi. I think we did that last. I, time. I've, been, I've been solo. Well, we did. One. We did. It, it's been a while since we've watched them all, though. Like I'm getting to that point where. I'm getting to all of them, so you're gonna have to. Yeah, I, I'll I'll rewatch. And definitely I, like take everything in. I love. I mean, I've been getting into Star Wars a lot more since the Mandalorian. That's the thing, Mandalorian. That's all it takes for Star Wars is one yeah. good thing, and it sucks you right at right in. Yeah, you gotta rewatch everything. Because Mandalorian, what is it? What, uh, 150 years before New Hope or something? Or what? Fuck, Mandalorian is five years know. after Return of the Jedi, stupid. Five years after? I don't fucking remember. You don't know Not years. Not off the top of my head. He doesn't know years. Uh, I've been basing everything off of New Hope, and my time frame is off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mandalorian's like 12 years after. Yeah, what's, New uh, Hope. what's, Rogue One is what, uh, 15? Uh, I think Rogue One is like before. seconds before New Hope. Yeah, that's right. And then New Hope comes, and then you got Leia. Oh, mm-hmm. thank God they risked their fucking lives and died on that planet. Yeah, Rogue One with the Vader. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> that's the scariest Vader's been. Yeah, in a movie, that was awesome. That's pretty. Sp- I fucking love Star. I I mean, like I said, I don't know everything about Star Wars. Damn it, I love it. Disney Plus gives you that opportunity to catch up on Star Wars. That's what's nice. Yeah, they Disney. don't have Solo, though. Not yet. They don't? I think 2020, because they got some fucking oh, rights Netflix or something. Is, yeah. Netflix probably has it. Yeah, yeah but anyways. M- move on from Star Wars, man. We got another episode uh, coming later. Yeah, I'm fine. We're going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, our Mandalorian mini. We'll do that next week. We got up chapter three and chapter four to talk uh, about. Oh, yeah, mama. Oh, let's not. I, in, chapter three was better. Holy shit. <laughs> chapter three it was, was so good. We don't need to talk about it. I got to get me one of those. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Uh, okay, uh, next bit of news. Uh, we have the a uh, little bit more casting news for the Batman. John Turturro, a.k.a. Uh, sneaky, sneaky guy from Mr. Deeds. Very sneaky. He is going to be cast as uh, Carmine Falcone, which leads me to believe that this is going to be Long Halloween. He plays a pretty big role in that comic. 
and he's a he's just a crime boss. He's a mob boss, and uh, from what I've gathered with the cast, so we have Batman, we have Catwoman, Riddler, Penguin, Jim Gordon, Alfred, uh, and now Carmine Falcone. I think is the major cast. Can I castings. can I stop you there? Go ahead. Do you think it's going to be too much? No. For this one movie? Based on what... If they're going off the long Halloween, which it kind of seems they are, because they have, they have yet to cast a Harvey Dent, the way that storyline plays out is Batman is trying to solve all these murders. There's crimes that happen every month, and they happen on every holiday. Uh, so... Um, so what, one's leading into the next holiday, or what? Well, there's like 12 chapters of the the story. Mm-hmm. So like the first one is like New Year's Day, and then there's Valentine's Day, and then there's April Fool's, and then like each one is different. Um, St. Patrick's Day is in there. And each episode, or each comic deals with a different villain. Um, but the villain that is attached to each month is not the one who's causing the crimes. There's somebody else causing the crimes framing these villains. So like the Riddler, his one his month is April Fool's Day, like the jokesters right. holiday. He's not the one who caused the crime, but Batman pegs him. And then I forget what Penguins is. I think uh fuck, who cares? Uh Catwoman is Valentine's Day because Selena Kyle, Batman, they're in love. Um there's different ones. But what the the way it goes is like the Falcone family and then there's another one there's another family like crime boss. Crime family. Uh, they are at uh, odds and then Bruce Wayne is working with Jim Gordon, who's working with Harvey Dent, and they're trying to figure out the the culprit. And it turns out to be... Is he Two-Face yet? Not yet. In this one, he's not. He He's trying to help solve the crimes, and but he's getting frustrated because every time he puts somebody behind bars, they just get right out because gotcha. the system's corrupt. Crime boss, yeah. They got a lot of power. And then he gets framed for murder, and he becomes Two-Face. And then he's like the final villain of the series. So is this going to be a series or a movie? I think it's going to be a movie, but I think they might extend it into like a trilogy. They could. They could save Two-Face for the end and just have these different villains be part of it. I can I can see that. Them just leading up to the next. Mm-hmm. That that would almost piss me off. It would piss me off too, but I think it would... It would I mean, it's a good story. Mm-hmm. And there is literally every Batman villain is involved. Other than like... Mr. Freeze, but the Joker plays a big role in it. Uh, Solomon Grundy is in there, which we haven't seen him. I could see him being a part of it. Um, Scarecrow's in it. Uh, he's been in. He's been in it before, yeah. Penguin, I said. Riddler. Sweet. Others. <laughs> Poison Ivy. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, I'm thinking that is the way it's going to lead. And maybe they will conclude the story in one movie. Maybe they have a good script. I hope they don't. I hope they just lead it like a couple I just, villains. I'd like to, yeah, I, I think they've got enough villains. And maybe even like the Riddler isn't the main villain of this movie, but he could be later. Right. And, and or vice versa with Penguin. But those are big stars, Colin Farrell. I mean, come on. Yeah. Who knows? Awesome. Who knows how it's going to go? Uh, I, I really hope they don't just try and mix them all into one and just try and have just some big extravaganza of fucking villains. Like, no. There's do a lot of villains. Don't do that. Like, I hope they are planning this out. I think good. they are. And I think that this is an established Batman. I think he's been doing it for a while. He probably Still already ain't. knows these villains. Still ain't happy about them. I don't think these... <laughs> I know you're not. I think these are... I don't think these are uh, like brand new. I don't think it's going to be the origin of the Riddler or the origin of Penguin. They're established villains yeah. in this continuity. So he knows who they are and he's just going to crack some skulls and make out with Catwoman. That's sweet. Call it a night. 
I'm, I'm, I, I would be okay with that. As long as they extend it out. Just don't do it in one movie. Come on, guys. You Come gotta on. be better than that. Come on, fucking idiots. Just give me one Batman that doesn't suck. <laughs> Fair enough. There's been, there, there's been Batman. I like don't, the don't Batman. Get yeah, don't I, get me wrong. Okay, yeah. Christian Bale's good Batman. Oh, the best. Ben Affleck was not a bad Batman. He was not a bad Batman. He was... He was actually suited, probably the best. Yeah, he's... Look at that fucking jaw on that motherfucker. Yeah, he's got a big jaw. Big jaw. But he went to rehab. (laughs) Rehab? Okay, next... uh, Fucking druggy. Next bit of news, that's it for news. But we do have uh, one more topic we want to touch on. We're going to be doing a little bit of, uh, like, uh, wards season for the Couch Co-op brand. We're doing... Uh, we're going to do a little award show at the end of December. We have not decided on topics. I think we're probably going to do Game of the Year. We'll do uh, Movie of the Year. We'll do Best Game Character. We yeah. may do Best Sports Game. We may do Best Fighting Game. Different categories. We'll come up with those. I would say Nintendo, PlayStation, Sega, get all of those well, we'll, do, we'll you got to you got to you got to fill them all in. We still got to have those picks and then pick the best. We're we're just brainstorming it now, but we will we'll put it up to a vote. Warcraft. We'll put up the the nominees and then we'll have the fans vote on our Twitter at @couchcopod um at @dkjo9 go for it. That's Dylan's account. I don't know how that's going to help us here, but that that's fine. It's not just add me. <laughs> we'll figure it out from there, but we're gonna we're gonna come up with nominees. We'll probably announce that on the next podcast. Um, I'm your host, Andy Hager. <laughs> we're gonna take a short break. When we get back, Blasto, PlayStation One. Fuck yeah, good game. We'll see you there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to travel through time. I bid you adieu. Okay, Uh, and we're back uh, discussing Blasto for PlayStation 1. Came out in 1998, March 31st in North America. Uh, Hell yeah. Developed by Sony Sony Interactive Studios of America (laughs) and published by Sony Computer Entertainment. Uh, As a third-person shooter, you play as Captain Blasto, who's tasked to fight the evil alien Bosk and protect the planet of Uranus. All the while saving babes along the way and just shooting aliens down. It's a pretty cool game. It is a pretty cool game. I disagree. You get to save a lot of babes. You do get to save a lot of babes. I'll give you that. That's pretty cool. It's fine. You gotta find all this shit. That's kind of almost like a puzzle game. Let's talk first thoughts. Don't. First thoughts? Your first thoughts. Babes. Babes. Babes galore. Babes galore. Come on. They are hot. They're not bad. <laughs> Poor. Pretty, pretty sweet. 1998 PlayStation graphics. Wow. 1998. Good. Fucking nerds we are. Yeah. So I'm talking about. Not a bad game though. I mean, you gotta admit. Did you? This first night you ever played it. You first never. Night, first, first. First night. You've never I've heard of it played. before. No. Wow. First night I've ever played, and I am pretty damn good at it. Can you admit? I'll admit you were fine. Ah, uh, okay. And my babe, fine. Mm. Like, like those hot ass babes. Okay, gross much. Uh, I, I, 
I remember playing this uh, when I was younger. Uh, was not allowed to rent this game. I think you had to be 13 to rent it. Uh, we didn't mention Blasto is voiced by Phil Hartman, uh, famous from Saturday Night Live and Small Soldiers and uh, what's that other? Some other ones. Here. Christmas one. Yeah. Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Phil Hartman provides the voice of Blasto. Um, it's pretty raunchy. I mean, even the opening, even the opening cutscene, they talk about uh, raping cattle. Yeah, that was weird. It was weird, uh, but pretty good game. Phil Hartman's voice really adds to the experience. It really is funny. Even the shit, like he says it over and over, but it is still funny to this day. Uh, you know, when you're falling, Geronimo, that is hilarious. The only time I ever hear him is when I'm falling. <laughs> when look out below. When he yeah, look out below. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> whenever he comes across a power up, Merry Christmas to me. It is very funny. Out of Phil Herman's voice, he's just got that voice. You Hartman. love him. Uh, Hartman. Hartman. That's what he said. You said Herman. No. How dare you? Uh, but I do remember playing this when I was younger. And I don't remember it being nearly as difficult as it is today. One of the hardest games I think I've ever played. No, it is not. It definitely is. What about the, the Dylan, that, uh, we got Heroes to level game. two. <laughs> Shall I continue? <laughs> we got to level two. That's we got to bad. level two. It was a hard game. It's a hard game, yeah. you. There, it's a lot of jumping. You're in space. You fall a lot. They say but you get a lot of lives. Third person shooter. It's a 3D platformer. And you can save. You can save. Yes, that's true. Let's go over controls for Blasto. Oh, so X jump, square shoot, square power up shoot. Circle is power up oh, shoot. Oh, triangle. triangle. Triangle is press buttons. What? Yeah, like flick switch. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, Circle oh, is your yeah, power up. Power up shoot. R1 is. Aim? L1 is aim. L2 and R2 are your <laughs> strafes to the right and left. We don't know what R1 does. We forgot. I don't think we pressed it. Uh, I think it's the same thing. as aim. As far as a third person shooter goes, it, it, it... Blasto has like the tank controls, so... You press up, you'll go forward. You press back, you go back. It's got those fucking inverted shit too. But in order to turn, you have to... Like, you have to turn to the right. You have to hold the right down on the D-pad. And then go forward to move forward. So, uh... Bad. Jumping ain't bad. I didn't can, think you the... Can, you can grab, too, on the shit if you uh, short jump it. Oh, yeah. That's I didn't think the the moving was, was a problem. I, I feel like with a 3D platformer in the PlayStation era, the tank controls... Are best suited. It's similar to Tomb Raider. You know, that's just how it is. Mm. Uh, as far as shooting goes, your aiming is automatic, I guess? Nah. You definitely got to be aimed towards them, but it can be. Cause you can it does kind of lock if, on. If you power for up, you can... Uh, it'll, it'll definitely take out their head. Well, that's a nice segue into power-ups. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, pal. But yeah, if you power up on your shots... It definitely just, bing, it, it beelines towards our head. It's and pretty sweet. In order to do that, you just hold down the shoot button. Yeah. And you can run with it, and it's like a charged weapon, and it'll kill them instantly. The only bad thing is you do have to keep holding it down and while running and trying not to fall off the Uranus. Hell yeah. Uh, you can also pick up power-ups. That's kind of where I was going. Power-ups, health, that. shit like pa that. Yeah, there's health throughout the game. There's extra lives yeah. throughout the game. Uh, but the weapon power-ups, you can do... Like, each time you pick one up, it kind of just progresses your gun. Um, just makes killing the enemies a lot easier. I wish I would have experienced that more, because I didn't. Yeah. I, d I didn't utilize it as much because what is circles your special? Yeah. So you have a special gun as well. So you have a, a main power up for your regular pistol that does not run out of ammo. 
And then you have a special gun that does run out of ammo, but it fucks shit up. So, but the problem is, with that, is when you die, you reset back to basic. Yeah. Uh, and that happens frequently. And that's okay. I mean, you just gotta get good with your... It's fine. And they give you enough power-ups throughout the levels that you can you can basically get back to the weapon that you want to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I found myself not using that power-up weapon that much. I was more concerned about figuring out where the fuck I was supposed to go and beelining to that using the regular pistol. Yep. I completely forgot enough. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But not no, bad. I noticed. <laughs> But I mean, everywhere that you go on these maps, uh, what did we say that it was uh, just like? It's almost like you're, uh, sorry, uh, whenever you're actually going, they, they give you a map that you can get into, mm-hmm. but there's parts of the map that you haven't yet it's gone like, to. Yeah, it's like uh, Metroidvania, Castlevania-esque. And uh, Tojam and Earl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell, so it's tell just, you. it's almost just like that. You have to, you have to find the different uh, parts of the map. Mm-hmm. I did not think the map helped. I did had no I didn't, idea. I had no idea what I was reading no. when I saw that. There's, uh, I mean, you get, it's it's just like fucking Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, Toe Jam and Earl didn't make much sense either. I mean, you get, they have numbers on those little elevators that you can go to. Four, three, two, whatever. I didn't even know I was on level two. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I, just, I just don't understand it. I, I did not understand it. And I honestly don't have any idea how many levels there were. Uh, well, we, we did not make it far. I'll give you that. It is difficult. It is very difficult. It's extremely hard. And the the reason it is so hard is because enemies just pop up out of nowhere. They teleport into the base, like teleport into where you are. Now, I will say that the enemies will, no matter how many times you play the levels, they will keep respawning in mm-hmm. the same spots. Yep. Um, you have to get them. It does not make it any easier. They're different. Normally, they you know they're just regular aliens that have guns. So you shoot them down before you can before they even know that you you see them, but there's other aliens that pop up and they just kind of circle around you. They're like droids and then stars or mm-hmm. whatever those fucking things are. I never got hit by one of them because I was so accurate on killing them. Okay, I watched you play and you got hit a lot. And those little fuckers uh, sucked ass, and they just pop up out of nowhere and they seem it, like it's it's almost like you're just getting hit randomly like you don't yeah you can't foresee them coming they're just there and you don't know where they're gonna pop up and they shoot instantly when they pop up it sucks ass that's that's my that's my the reason i did not like the game as much as dylan because for some reason he was shooting them before they shot and that didn't make any sense to me because that's not what happened for me that was very accurate Mm, okay are you done bragging are you done bragging I feel like I did a really good job at this game. And it was the first time you played. I it was think. amazing. I, I would definitely go back. This is one of those games to where I would go back and play and try and beat. It's amazing to me that you didn't play this when you were a kid because, fuck, I did. And I I have fond memories of the game. But well, my parents were kind of like yours probably, but you probably snuck this game. If, my parents, my, if my parents saw babes on this, they would have been like, <laughs> no way. I think my uncle rented it. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved this game when I was a kid. I don't know why. What do you mean you don't know why? The gameplay is <laughs> the game. <laughs> the gameplay is very. Uh, it's very kid friendly, but the humor and shit in the game is not. Yeah. I I don't I, I mean I think Blasto is a character who could last. I mean he is a PlayStation character. If you if you're gonna do a PlayStation Super Smash Brothers esque game, Blasto is one of those characters. He's he's weird. He's almost like Johnny Bravo. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the way his body is proportioned, yeah. Johnny Bravo for sure. Yeah. But voiced by Phil Hartman, which yeah. is great. That's hilarious. 
He's got multiple weapons. He's got that flamethrower. Yeah. Homing devices. Yeah, and there are a lot of different enemies. Like, you have just those automatic enemies that are just flamethrowers going across. Those are difficult. Jumping is one thing that you just got to look out for. The 3D platforming was not perfected. It's not bad because they had those, what, uh, spinning platforms that you got to jump on. And it's almost like a puzzle. You got you to gotta jump to one and then you hit your L2 uh, and R2. You get, you get that, Straight that, side to side. Yeah, yes, yes. And you, you just have to jump through all those. And I'll tell you what, I've lost a lot of lives through those. Dylan lost the majority of his lives platforming. That's, <laughs> I, I think that's... That's da- a downfall. That's another downfall of the game. The cheap hits and the platforming makes this game damn near impossible. The cheap hits, I can deal with. Now, I will say you can save this. You can save your progress, which helps. And they give you ample opportunity to do that mm-hmm. throughout the levels. So, you know, and you get continues and... Uh, I mean, the game's not bad. It's really not. I don't, I don't know why you didn't like it. Final thoughts and ratings, bitch. What do you want me to get? First impression? <laughs> Final thoughts and ratings, you fucking cocksucker. It was great. Give me a score. I'm not going to give you a score yet. Now. I'm going to give you everything. Uh, The actual gameplay was great. Needless to say, the cheap hits, mm. the cheap deaths, that sucked. That, that, that's where you get those 90 games. That sucks. But you know what? The graphics, not bad. Graphics were not bad. I'll give you that. You could still move shit. You could jump. The shooting was pretty great. Mm, yeah, it's fine if you're good at it, like me. Okay, go on. Okay, hey, your review. The babes were good. Yeah, babelicious. And your kind of direction on getting to where you need to be was almost, uh, almost there to where you you knew what you had to do. Yeah, they. I agree with that. They kind of do guide you with the path. Yeah, they they almost lead you mm-hmm. to where you need to be. It's almost like a damn arrow. Yeah, kind of. But there are those times to where you just kind of fucking take the wrong path. Sometimes you have to backtrack. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Not a bad game, though. Uh, what's his name? Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Little legend. Funny. as shit. Yeah, he was funny. He's Every time he talked, it's just a delight. It is a yeah. delight. Like, he even made dying fun. Geronimo! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a bad good. game. Not, not a bad, bad game. It's not a bad game. Okay. Uh, I think I would give this uh, maybe like a 6.8. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Probably yeah. about where you would be. But regardless, I would probably give it like a 7.3. 6.8 though for me. Give it a 7.3 if you want. Eh. I'm okay with that. I'm 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 actually okay with the 7.3 because I would go back and play this damn game. It's not a party game or anything. It it's it's definitely you having a weekend to yourself. Because you need a weekend, probably. Yeah. It's a hard ass game. Alright, yeah. 7.3. I, I I would definitely go with that. Because it's definitely a game I would go back with. I don't... Okay, that's fine. I don't feel bad about that. And I don't... I do not think it's a bad game. I think it did get shit on by game rankings and... The game... The, the cheap hits really diminish it. You know, you got your random enemies just popping up. Yeah. They'll suck. But you can't take away from... The score of the game because of that. Because the enemies are going to pop up regardless of, you know, however many times you play the game, they're going to be in the same spot. So there, that is an obstacle that you can overcome. And that, I, I think the graphics are okay for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the Blasto himself is a wonderful character. He really is. 
Uh, <laughs> finding babes. It's it's simple. It's it's a simple concept. Like you just get from point A to point B. If you find the babes, you don't have to. But if you do, you get an extra life. Uh, yep. And I feel like the more times you play it, you're gonna just get a. You're just gonna get better. And we've said that a thousand times on this podcast, even though we've only done, you know, fifty something episodes. The more you play it, the better you're gonna get at the game. And once you figure out where the enemies are gonna be, it's it's no it's a no brainer. Um, the fact that you can save your progress throughout the levels helps big time. They give you ample lives, ample opportunities to get lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you they do get, make it a little risky at times. Oh yeah, and the platforming is tough, but once you get the hang of it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I do not think this is a bad game. I'm right there with Dylan. I'm going to give it some point one. I love this game. Nostalgia-wise, Phil Hartman bumps it up a full two points for me. I mean, <laughs> god damn. He is... Merry Christmas to Blasto. That is not funny when I say it, but when Blasto says it, you're in. I mean, come on, man. It, it is damn good. It's wonderful. It's not wonderful. It's it's a hard ass game, but it's, it's, it's a game worth owning, in my opinion. And it's not as hard as other stupid games that we say are hard. No, that are really hard. It's beatable. Yes, and it is it's kind of fun, even when you're just you're just going through the levels and you're you're trying to find the targets or trying to find your your enemies will pop up. It's fun, like when you get them on one shot. That is a it's a satisfying feeling. When you're holding your charge in, yes, and you turn and they they pop up and you shoot them and they're dead and their heads pop off. It yes. is wonderful. It is. It really is. It. I mean, don't get me wrong. This ain't like a game that you can two player uh, like Power Rangers or something like that. No, just blaze through it. You can't do it. No, it's you're gonna. You're gonna it, it's, it's a gonna, challenge. It's tedious. That's it's that's why challenge. that's why it's not a bad game. But I, it's it's. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's not unbeatable. I would probably give it like an eight right no, now. No, you do not. I, I, I just keep going up. <laughs> I know you're getting crazy. Okay, like I'm gonna go play it. Average score is seven point two. <laughs> we're gonna stop there. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a short break. When we get back, we are going to do top five space movies, not including Star Wars. We'll see you there. Well, Merry Christmas, Blasto. back space nuts okay and we're back uh we are doing top five space movies not including star wars not including star wars or marvel no we we never discussed we did not discuss so top five not including star wars uh dylan number five number five i'm going with pitch black with vin diesel vinnie diesel horse huh i like those pitch black movies i did not see it is there more than one? Yeah. I thought that was a Halo knockoff. I could kind of see it as a Halo. No, no. I thought that was Doom. Don't dumb it down, okay? Oh. Pitch Black, Vin Diesel. Good movie. And then there's another one. He's got a second, I'm pretty sure. I have yet to see. Uh, I forget the fucking name of it. Okay. That's fine. Pitch Black. Uh, number five for me. I've got Spaceballs. 
Let me just mark that off my list. <laughs> oh, did you have that? I did. I love Spaceballs. That is super That is funny. so funny. Oh my god. That is. Just Star Wars. Too damn funny. It's a Star Wars mockery. Yeah, I knew you were going to have that too. I, it was a recent edition. I had another one, but I crossed it off. Oh, so you just recently added it. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is I told not... you to stick with your list. Yeah, and I told you I would, but I lied. <laughs> Very deceptive. Number four. Okay. For you. You go number four. Oh, should I? Yeah. Okay. Uh, signs. Alien movie. Okay. It's space or alien. I never liked that. I love Signs. I think Signs is an incredible film. Oh my it's god. It's not for me. It's amazing. Not for me. What are you talking about? Aliens? Sorry. Dumb movie. Mel Gibson? He wasn't racist? He wasn't? Not in that movie. Aliens? <laughs> Signs is great, dude. Signs is great. Walking yeah, Phoenix. Know. He hits that alien with a baseball bat. You feel good afterwards. When he's watching that, uh, when he's watching the movie in, well, he's in the closet and he's watching that birthday party thing and he's like, move kids. And then sure. he sees the aliens. He gets so scared. And I was scared with him. Well, yeah. And I live next to a cornfield. I didn't like that. Oh my God. I don't didn't... believe in corn crop, crop circles. N- nor should you, but it is a good film. It was okay. Yeah. Walking Phoenix is okay. He's an okay guy. He's, he's, he's fine. Okay, <laughs> number four for you. I'm going to go with Avatar. Okay, now on my list, you knew it wouldn't be. I knew it wouldn't be, but god damn it, that's a good movie. It's a good film, I guess. You know. You're not one of them Avatar tards. <laughs> no, I do not like Avatar. I, do, I think it's good. I think it's very bland. I always fall asleep anytime it's on. Yeah, because it's like two and a half hours. And it sucks. It's what? <laughs> it does not suck. That's a good movie. It's a tale as old, tale as old as time. Okay. Okay, I could see that being a, a disgrace if I would have put that at number two or something. That's you my seen, number four. Hey, you ever seen Pocahontas? That's a damn good movie. So you've seen Avatar? I am an Avatar. They are the same film. That is not the same. Okay. Film. You want to do this? Okay, so they're they have the same tree. You want to do this? Is that what you're saying? Is it, Number is three, bitch. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, I didn't know we were doing Marvel, but yeah, it's a good pick. What do you have to say? I would have put. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. You would have put that higher, huh? Well, no, I would have. I like the second one better. You're an idiot. I know. You're an avid idiot. I think the second one is better. I like Baby Groot. Baby Groot is great. He's wonderful. His dad sucked. <laughs> no, I, I'm not talking about... You know I'm not talking about Baby Groot. You're talking about... Yeah. yeah. Chris Pratt. Star-Lord. Yeah, Star-Lord. I like, I like Baby Groot a lot. That saved that movie for okay. me. I did not like the CGI on him as a god. What, what's his, what's his fucking name? The first one is a great film. It's the first one is the best. It's got the best soundtrack. It probably is. Yeah, you're got, probably right. Got the best. Don't be an avid idiot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you done? <laughs> My number three. Space Jam. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Damn it, I forgot about that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's in oh, the title, Space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you That's would. a good one. It's <laughs> a good that pick. That is a damn good one. Space Jam is an incredible film. Not great. But I love it. That is great. I oh, would okay. watch it. And you don't see Space Jam on like TV or nothing. Right. I would say uh, Michael Jordan didn't do best. Not the greatest film. actor, but... Or the guy from Jurassic Park. Was he a good at gambler? What do you mean? Newton? Or uh, what, what the fuck is his Newton? name? No. Milton or what? I don't, I don't remember his name, but... <laughs> He's fixing the debit. Newman. Newman? Newman. That's it, uh, I think. He was like his, uh, what is it, agent? He's fixing the debit. Yeah, he was like his assistant. Yeah, something like that. Great. That's got a good in, movie. That's he got good. into the game, got squished instantly. 
Yeah, Michael Michael Secret Sauce, or he comes in at the end, playing the big big ball. I love that movie. That was a good one. Uh, Okay, so that's my number three. Number number two. two? Oh man, it's a toss up, but I'm gonna go with the Fifth Element. Not on my list. Not a bad film. Bruce Willis. Damn it. Good film. You know her. Uh, can't think of her name. Resident Evil chick. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mila Mokovich. Bitch. <laughs> you have a bitch. <laughs> She's awesome in that too. Yeah. She plays like speak a dumb, English. dumb alien kind of girl. Woman. Yeah, woman. Look, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker's in it. Yeah, that's great. I have not seen that movie in so long. That movie is so good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. Every time that movie's on, boom, I go to it. I, I, yeah, I would watch that again. Okay, mm-hmm. fill the fifth element. Good pick. Mm-hmm. All right, my number two. I went with uh, Interstellar. Mm-hmm, never seen it. Matt Damon? Matthew McConaughey. Matt Damon's in it. Oh, is he? Cameo. Oh. It's... Interstellar is incredible. I've seen some pretty stupid, uh, like, remakes of that. I, I think you showed me those. He was crying. Oh yeah, oh, God. yeah, yeah, what yeah, Matthew it? McConaughey. Is that a Marvel? The, the big one was uh, him crying while he's watching the Force Awakens trailer. Oh, that's that right. That is so fucking oh funny. Oh, my God. That movie is good. Uh, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't. Set I can't in the future, anything. he's... They realize that the humans can't live on Earth anymore, so he is an astronaut and he goes to space to try and find a, another uh, habitable planet. And uh, it's incredible. And Hathaway's in there. Oh, I love it. Christopher Nolan, man. Yeah. I got to see it. Oh, you'd love it. Yeah. If you could understand it. Yeah. What was that other movie that you liked a lot with that red-headed chick and the aliens come and they land and they're trying to communicate with them? You recommended it to me and it sucked. Arrival. Arrival. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that. That's a great that movie. That movie sucked. <laughs> that movie sucked. There was nothing about that movie that explained the movie. Are you done? Mm, yep. Number one. Armageddon. <laughs> oh my god. Anytime that that movie is on, I gotta call it a day. <laughs> I have to. I mean, that's such a damn good movie. I know one thing about that movie. And that's... Uh, Armageddon's on. And it's a maze... I don't want to miss a thing. Oh you better... Uh, I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, okay. Cause yeah, yeah, Stephen Tyler. Dream of you. <laughs> yep. Okay, good one. Armageddon's good. Armageddon's good. That's good. Ben Affleck. I think I remember uh, Ty and I... Uh, Liv Tyler. Yeah. Wow. Ew. I remember Ty High and I, uh, I think we were watching like some fucking game, but we, Armageddon was playing. <laughs> we went back to it. We had to, we had to finish it. Oh, that didn't even give a shit what kind of game it was. I like that pick. I've got a, uh, I've got a, do not look at my list. I've got another pick for number Galaxy one. Galaxy Quest. Okay, you son of a bitch. Okay, you looked at my list. Uh, what do you think, Galaxy Quest? Have you ever watched that? Okay. The guy... Uh, okay, it's basically a Star Trek yeah. remake. Mm-hmm. Tim, Tim Allen. Tim Allen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a... Okay. Not, Alan, Alan Rickman plays... Not bad. Spock. Definitely not number one. It is a great movie. Definitely not that number is, one. Dude... But that's like a... When was the last time we watched it? It's like a fucking 15th round pick. What do you think it has in Rotten Tomatoes? 
I bet it has pretty good action. It's in the 90s. I bet it does. It is an amazing movie. It's not bad. It's I watched goofy. it recently goofy. It's I, I was delighted. Absolutely delighted. <laughs> I, was, I was pleasantly It is surprised. so good. Sigourney Weaver. Just great movie. Galaxy Quest ain't bad. No, it's good. It's a good premise, too. It's like it's like a they're making fun of space movies, but at the same time, they're living one, and it is... It's pretty good. I think we both have pretty good lists. I'm glad that you crossed off uh, Spaceballs. I mean, that, that movie is basically just like Spaceballs. Kind of, but it's not as meta. And it has Tim Allen, which Tim Allen probably ruined it. Tim Toolman? He made it. I don't that was know, before man. he was a racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, okay, let's then. pivot. Let's go to uh, recommendations for this week, Dill. What do you got? Oh fuck, Anything man! I, I've been watching a lot. Anything good or? Nothing? I mean, nothing good. So for one, I mean Mandalorian for sure. Hell yeah! Uh, Every week, it's automatic. Yeah, uh, Jeff Goldblum life. Uh, as Life you know, according, according, according to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. It's not bad. The first episode I watched, uh, Megan didn't like it. But the, is it a documentary? It's kind of like a. It's kind of like him going and experiencing these new things. Like the first episode, they were at a shoe festival, and there were people spending like fifteen grand on shoes. Idiots! It's insane. It's really pretty crazy, actually. Uh, and also reliving the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Got Going you. back, rewatching Star Wars. That's Disney Plus is good for that. That's it's been great. Uh, Aladdin. I watched Little Mer- Mermaid uh, not too long ago with uh, my daughter. She loved it, and I forgot that she couldn't fucking speak. And she can't speak outside of the water. Forgot about that. It's part For, of the, I forgot that stupid spell. octopus uh, witch. Octopus, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I watched uh, 101 Dalmatians, the original one. Ooh, the cartoon. It's good. I was going to do that the other day. I like that movie. I forgot. I have not watched it since I was a kid. Uh, but that is not my recommendation. Do not even think that that's my recommendation. Um, I am recommending... Uh, the toys that made us. I think we talked about oh. that on this on this show before. Uh, it's a Netflix show, but they just dropped a new season, and the toys that they're talking about in this new season are the Ninja Turtles, which I watched that episode is an hour long, and then I watched the Power Rangers toys episode, and fuck man, that. The the Ninja Turtles they talk about like the creators of the show and they they do a lot more background than you think, like they actually talk about the properties that they're talking you know that that is the topic. So they talk about like their you know like the the uh, the creators how they started and like what led them into their toy deals and like they show the toys. And you just you just remember them. Like I had those toys when I was a kid. And then they go into like I watched the Power Ranger one. That was the more nostalgic one for me because I just I, I remember like the commercials for the that toy. I remember like the kid playing with the Power Rangers toys and then they have the music and then his hair is just like standing straight up because his mind is blown. <laughs> I just remember that shit. And I love those I love that series. I think it's great. They have you know, they have one for Star Wars, they have Star Trek, they have Barbie if you're into that kind of thing, Dylan. Did I ever tell the tell you the story about uh, how I learned to kiss? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch. Alright. We have, haven't we? That's the end of the episode. <laughs> <sighs> Should I not get into it? I would wait. No, oh, you would. Wait for the. It has to do with Power wait Rangers. For the, wait for the award special. Yeah, it has to do with Power Rangers. The pink one, mainly. Do you ever have those uh, actual 
kind of life-size ones? <laughs> no, I did not. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter. <laughs> CouchCoPod. Instagram at CouchCo1. Email at CouchCoPodcast uh, at gmail.com. Send us in any questions. Send us in any feedback. Um, game suggestions. Reviews. Anything like that. Star Wars rankings for sure coming up. Oh yeah. And when we get the uh, awards uh, the awards nominees out there be sure to vote there as well. Now I would like to see how everybody actually wants to watch Star Wars. Do you like to watch them in the order that they came out in? Actually, or? this is a good. That's a good. I don't topic. know why you fucking interrupted me. Well, that's a good topic because I want to talk about that. The machete order. I read about this recently. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about it? I have. It's you watch four, five, mm-hmm. two, three, six. You skip one. Doesn't make sense to you though. Yes, it does. The way that they explained it makes sense to me. Yeah. Because nothing that happens in episode one matters to the rest of the series. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, but I do mm-hmm. like episode one. And if you like episode one, you can always go back and watch it. But no. if you're showing someone who's never seen Star Wars at all, mainly, like, probably kids, because most people know that Luke is Vader's son. No. Yeah. But if you're if you don't know that if you if you're showing it to someone who has no idea what Star Wars is, good luck. But you start with episode four, you go to five, then you go two, three, six, and that's supposed to just kind of not give any spoilers and just make it more enjoyable for the person watching. Yeah. Which the way it was. Presented to me makes a lot of sense. Obviously, I already know what happens. So I will probably just watch from episode 1 to episode 8. But I like watching chronological. But what happens if you watch it chronological... If, you, if you're new to Star Wars, you're going to get spoiled that... Like, there's going to be a lot of spoilers with Vader being Luke's father. Isn't that... I mean, it's not a spoiler. It is a spoiler. That was the big thing with Empire Strikes Back is when he says, Luke, I am your father. No. Or, no, I am your father, or whatever the fuck he says. That was, like, the big twist. Yeah. But that's already been spoiled for us because we're Star Wars fans. But if you're showing, like, a kid who's never seen Star Wars, he won't know that if he starts watching New Hope and then leads into Empire Strikes Back. And then he can go back. Right. I mean, you're basically starting old to now. I mean, you're basically starting release date. Kind of, but then you save Return of the Jedi because at the end you see Anakin. Like, it's all remastered, so you see the young Anakin at the end. So you know, when you start watching the prequels, you know that he's going to eventually be Darth Vader. Yeah. See... I, I've watched them both. Watched them I, both. I, that's just a theory. I, I don't I, know. I'm pretty sure the first time that I watched them, I watched them the release dates. And this was before even Rogue One, I think, came out. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I like, like leading up to each different time frame. I, I don't disagree with you. If I was going to rewatch them now, I would definitely do that. I would start with episode one and lead myself into the new movie. But yeah. uh, but that's just just a theory. Just throwing it out there. So sorry. Uh, okay, so we have Thanksgiving coming up this week. Um, so we will be playing a game loosely, bla- loosely based on Thanksgiving. A little turkey dinner? <laughs> turkey neck. <laughs> uh, special thanks to Kenny Mac for the theme song. Special thanks to Chris Berry for the logo. Um, I'm your host, Andy Ager. Yep, I'm Dingle Dingleberry over here. Uh, 
Uh, we will see you guys next week. Yep, space babes. Bye. You think I'm an ignorant savage And you've been so many places I guess it must be so But still I cannot see If the savage one is me How can there be so much that you don't know? You don't know land you land on the earth is just a dead thing you can claim but I know every rock and tree and creature has a life has a spirit has a name you think the only people who are people are the people who look and think like you but if you walk the footsteps of a stranger You'll learn things you never knew, you never knew. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue horn moon? Or ask the grinning bobcat why he grinned? Can you sing with all the voices of the mountain? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? My friend.